When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for chumba casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every morning, Terry and Armstrong talk Big Brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Tito to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for September 29th. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 58 in the house, and uh, I don't know where uh, Puya again, I guess, must be uh, oversleep. I don't know what happened uh, with Puya, but I, I'm, I'm again here alone um oh wait wait hold on <laughs> what y'all think i overslept oh, i saw y'all getting ready to say it i'm here i'm here my coffee's here it's Turn. a zombie Rawr. yeah <laughs> here's the thing i made a coffee last night feeds came on i saw the outcome and i you'll be proud of me Taryn. i did not drink that coffee yes I, <laughs> I did not drink that coffee this time i went to bed so i'm ready i'm excited <laughs> Oh boy. Well, uh, we do have some stuff to talk about, of course, here. Um, that uh, we have a new HOH. We had an eviction. Well, no, we had a we had a resurrection last <laughs> night. Um, but then we had an HOH competition, and we have a new HOH, which 
new is kind of uh, an interesting word for it, but um, <laughs> we do have some stuff to talk about here. So let's get straight into it. There was basically nothing before the eviction. The feeds were down pretty much all day. They usually go down, come back, go down. Um, but they were basically just off for the whole day. And, you know, honestly, there was nothing happening anyway. Um, obviously, what we saw in the competition was that Cameron won the resurrection competition and Jared was like, I guess, like fully taken out, like zombie taken out. Um, and uh, and then Cameron came back in. They then played in an HOH competition where, uh, in fact, Cameron won the HOH competition. Oh <laughs> First member of the jury, at the very least officially, to have made it to the jury phase is Cameron. Wow. Yep. <laughs> continuing, stats-wise, continuing Cameron's streak of now Having survived, uh, he this it, yesterday was day fifty eight, which means he will mm. survive at least until day sixty five, and then another full week. So he will survive until day seventy two at at the very uh, at the very least, having never gone through a week where he wasn't nominated or hoh or yeah, that's it, uh, or or immune from other methods. Uh, he beats Frank's number at this point, I feel like, right? Um, in terms of sheer weeks, probably just because of all the back and forth. I mean, he was evicted. Uh, if you if you don't count the fact that he was evicted and came back, we it might be close. Um, Frank makes it to week eight, um, day fifty six, uh, and technically Cameron was evicted earlier than that. So um, he, I think, will beat Frank's record, but only because of the zombie twist. Thank you, twist. We appreciate <laughs> you. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. You uh, go. So <laughs> uh, with Cameron as the HOH, what will this mean? Well, he's been saying all week long that he wants to target Felicia. He wants Felicia out pre-jury. Um, however, he uh, was looking at Corey as the person he wants to target after Felicia. So his, his, the two people he has talked about targeting, Felicia, then Corey, Felicia, then Corey. A lot of people have been like, well, he's been known to say incorrect things in the past about his actual intentions. Um, maybe he's lying about Felicia. Maybe he really wants Corey. Maybe he's lying about both and he wants somebody entirely different. Um, maybe he'll just change his mind. Why would he target Felicia? You know, she's not much of a threat. Uh, well, that's what we're going to find out tonight, or at least we're going to get a better sense of it. So, uh, Cameron as the HOH, uh, is, is what we're dealing with. But first, Blue is upset about Jared leaving. She's going to be crying about it. Um, she gets some support from uh, her fellow house guests who give her a hug. She talks to Sari about it. Um, and they talk about uh, Corey in America. Blue uh, tells Sari where she thinks things stand with everything. Uh, they hope that Cam goes after Corey. It's, he's kind of talked about that. But if he does go after Felicia, at least that means that maybe Mimi will go to Blue 
Sari says, Mimi's a self-preservationist. And if she doesn't have Felicia, she's going to need somebody. And if you're the one talking to her, maybe you can be the one to pick her up. Um, Sari thinks that if Corey leaves, America might go to Cam, which is not good. Uh, And so they want to try to prevent that if possible. She thinks that Corey really likes America, but America doesn't really like Corey like that. Uh, and that uh, Corey is going to maybe be uh, 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 maybe feel he she hopes Corey doesn't feel played uh, after all of this ends. Blue says, yeah, he's so smart, but also such a simp. <laughs> uh, the lie detector did not go off on that one, Darren. I got to say, Sari th- finds this incredibly funny because I don't remember the specific family member. I think it was like her aunt or something. Um, used to call her maybe cousin, I'm not sure, uh, simp all the time, like 40 years ago. <laughs> She's like, now it's a popular term. I mean, yeah, it really, really gained momentum. What was it, 2020, 2021? That's when Twitch was like, you can't say this on stream anymore. You will get banned if you say this. So I feel like it's like on the downswing, but still very prevalent in our day to day. Hmm. Uh, well, Blue explains that she's been, uh, she's sort of explaining, um, that, uh, like how she's been, what she's been doing all week long, which is she's counting all of like the jokes that Corey makes about her and Jag and Matt and relaying them to Jag and Matt to convince them that Corey is against them. Um, so just to quickly reset this. Uh, Blue had one solid piece of information, which is that America told Blue that Corey thinks Felicia and Mimi are going after Jag and Matt. That was a big piece of information that convinced Matt and Jag to go after uh, Corey or be against Corey. Um, Some of the additional supplemental content that has been helping convince them is Corey's jokes. We've talked about it from the start. Uh, He loves making jokes about like, oh, Jag, you're winning a lot of comps. I'm going to target you because of that. Um, even just last night, he was joking about like, Jag, I might need to use you to, for a veto win again, uh, soon. Um, and they're literally like, he's using us for veto wins. And so blue is literally tallying these jokes up. She's like four times. He's done it four times. Um, and just actively using it against him now. Um, and so, uh, she explains how she's doing that to, uh, to Sari. Um, and, uh, she's like, yeah. And Jag was like, damn, but Jag, he's a very cautious player. He seems to not want to make a big move yet. Um, and this is of course, uh, based on their conversation the night before I talked about this yesterday that, um, Matt and Jag had come back around seemingly on the targeting Matt or targeting Corey plan, mostly because they were too skeptical of Felicia. They'd had some bad conversations with Felicia and just felt like, the better move is to take the shot at Felicia first, then Corey. Um, but Blue kept pushing. She was like, but Corey, but Corey. And Jag was like, but it's too soon, but too soon. Um, and also, can we just go to bed, please? Uh, and so there was that big sort of conflict the night before. So she's now explaining to Sari that she feels like Jag in particular is very cautious and you won't want to make that move yet. Um, but keep all of this in mind because it's kind of important. It's absolutely important because you know what happens when one person's very vocal about taking someone out and you're not really hot on that person and you might want that person out. You might hit that realization that, hey, this person's really keen to do it. So if I just leave them in, 
they'll take care of it. I don't have to worry about it. I can focus on something else. Yes. Well, America ends up joining them. She's very upset about feeling useless and unable to win competitions. Siri says, well, everyone can feel that way because uh, nobody's won anything other than Cam, Jag, and Matt. Um, so what are we going to do? <laughs> what is the, do you have the statistic handy, Taryn? Because as of last night, was it 76% of competitions since BB21 were won by men? Uh, um, it's, it was 26% had been won by women, but now there's an additional, uh, an additional, um, uh, competition, the 17th competition this season, My uh, God. won yet again by a man. Um, Oof. so, uh, yeah, that, that percentage has probably gone down, uh, again <laughs> to, to, for, uh, a, a little bit, at least maybe down to 25, maybe down to 24, which would mean, yeah, like 75% ish won by men since big brother 21. Um, and I, I, I saw some, some posts about this as well. Uh, and I, I want to make it clear cause I, I did talk about this when I mentioned the original stat, but it's not just these two sort of like small, seemingly small sections of the show where it's big brother two to big brother eight and then big brother 21 to big brother 25. Those are just the, the most, those are the ends of the spectrum. Um, but all the way through, I've actually plotted it out on a, on a graph. Like there's a very ch- clear trend line going down uh, throughout the entirety of the show's history. Um, All of the seasons in between also have, uh, again, like from Big Brother 8 to Big Brother 20, uh, it's roughly 33% of competitions have been won by women. Um, So uh, it's like, it just flat out goes down um, over time. And, uh, And it's just so funny to watch people be like, but hold on, didn't you see that one comp that, that anybody could have won? <laughs> How about those? And I've seen this too. When there were 16 competitions, somebody listed out, well, eight of those competitions could have, could have been won by anybody. And first of all, I disagreed with that premise in the first place. But even if you do agree with that premise, even you just say, okay, eight of the 16 competitions could have been won by anybody. That means that eight of the other competitions couldn't have been won by anybody, which means that, Fifty percent of the competitions just locked locked up for athletic, usually dudes, which is exactly the point. Because if fifty percent are locked up by athletic dudes, and the other fifty percent can be won by anybody, then you would expect athletic dudes to win seventy five percent of the competitions. <laughs> That's how percentages work. Half of that one and all of that one. Math, maths. Yes. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, this, is only, this is the very relevant conversation for this update, I promise, because it's something that uh, they are going to continue to talk about in the house. Um, the Cameron gets his HOH room. Um, Blue talks to the cameras a bit. Uh, she says she trusts Suri 100%. She trusts Matt and Jag a lot. America and Corey. Uh, he seems hell bent on Felicia though. Um, she says she's really going to miss, uh, talking things out with Jared. He's a really good strategist. Um, she's talking with Serene now, but you know, Jared was just such a good strategist. Uh, she chalks directly to Jared. She says, I'm going to miss our late night chats and our kitty boo boo time and 
uh, our stra- my strategizing with you and your energy. And she starts crying. Um, and, uh, you know, still upset. Yes, that, that, that strategist, Jared, his mind is going to be missed in that house. That's for sure. Mm. Um, but upstairs, after everyone leaves the HOH room, uh, Matt and Jag stay. And they celebrate with Cam. Uh, the fugitives! Fugitives. The f***ing fugitives, man. Let's go. Uh, they're super excited because this HOH competition was a puzzle. You might be saying, a puzzle? Aha. See? It's not physical. Except, usually what happens in puzzles is that there's a lot of running back and forth, right? Uh, and guess, just guess. Who were the top three in the puzzle? We'll give you a second. Yeah, just just think about it for a second. Congrats, you got all three. Matt and Jag apparently (laughs) were one, two, and three in the puzzle. Uh, By a decent margin, apparently. Blue was the next closest person, and according to them, she wasn't all that close. Um, And they're very excited about this. I mean, this is amazing, right? They're like, man, really hope next the next HOH is something physical so nobody else has a chance to win. Uh, wouldn't it be great if it was the slip and slide? Um, because then we just automatically win again. This is so good. This is slippery smooth. Um, Cam says, uh, you know, eventually people are going to try to split us up, pit us against each other, but we're taking it down to the end. You know, America, the audience America, they deserve this. After all the shit we've been through, the audience deserves this. And in a way, he's right. Go on. We, <laughs> we deserve this. We deserve <laughs> to be punished. <laughs> it, it just it, these last couple of weeks have really felt like you've time has been paused and we've just been in the same timeline forever. Cameron winning again makes to that bookend. Now, my question to you is if the three of them are so clearly ahead, doesn't it behoove Cameron to throw it to one of these two boys? He said he thought about it, but he was so focused on what he was doing. He didn't even look at where everyone else was. He just wanted to win. That that old tunnel vision. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, here's, here, listen, here's why we deserve this. Uh, <laughs> when he says America deserves this, he's right. The The casual audience is probably going to eat this up. Oh, they're loving it. Yeah. I saw that, um, Cameron has the most DRs this season. Not even remotely surprising. Yeah. So, and, and I think there was a lot of people that wanted him back in. I've not ventured into the casual Facebook group in the last couple of weeks for my own sanity, but I think there's a whole celebration happening right now. <laughs> um, Cameron says this week is going to be slippery smooth. There's no way Felicia can win a veto. You know why? Because there's no luck vetoes. Doesn't happen. You have to try to win vetoes. Matt says, yeah. Buddy ball was the closest thing to luck, but even then, you still had the really physical part before the luck part. So you're totally right. 
she definitely won't be able to win a veto. What's the stats on the veto? Oh, the they're vetoes the are way worse. Oh, they're worse. Love yeah. that. Great. They're correct. <laughs> men, <laughs> men win vetoes by an even larger margin than they win HOHs. This is fun. I like this. Yeah. It's, it's the single biggest issue with the game structure. It's something I've been talking about for a while now. Like, it changes the nature of the game to just, we need to take out people that win competitions or they will steamroll the competitions. And it just falls into that pattern over and over and over again. And there's a very easy way, you know, there's a very easy way to game the system, which is just get the comp threats together, take out as many people as possible, then turn on each other and, you know, figure out who's the best at winning the comps at the end. Um, Or take out as many comp threats as you can, but there's still one left and they win a veto every week and then until the end. Uh, Like, it's just like, this this game is becoming just about physical competitions. It's just what this game is becoming. Luckily, last season, we had this miraculous, uh, uh, wonderful player who was able to uh, circumvent that um but uh but before and seemingly after that uh last season um it's just been about competitions from from literally big brother 19 was all about comp for as strong as a, a hold as uh as um as they had on as paul had on the season they also just w- destroyed the competitions bb20 tyler angela casey just dominated the competitions bb21 jackson holly back and forth dominated the competitions bb22 uh the committee alliance mostly um cody dominated the competition bb23 uh they had a good social strategy didn't require the competitions but by the end game it was all about them dominating the competitions uh and uh then even in big brother 24 it was uh, it was Monty dominating competitions. It's just that Taylor was able to really like sneak in there and, and um, I mean, do her social thing, which was amazing. That's why it was so impressive. Why she said, let's change the narrative of how this game works moving forward. Um, but, uh, but at the end of the day, it is set up to be this way when the competitions are like this. Um, and there's such an easy fix for that, which is change the competitions to make it so that anybody can win so that at any given point, just anybody can win and anything can shift. And it's much more interesting that way. But, um, but you literally have people in the game being like, yeah, I really hope it's this kind of competition. And I basically have a decent percent chance that it is because if it is, I automatically win. Yeah, I watch Big Brother in spite of the competitions. Like my favorite part of the competitions is hate tweeting about goo and slime and that kind of stuff. But what I like watching is people maneuvering their way in the background, people using their social game to further themselves. And we're getting to a point right now, especially in this season, where ain't none of that going to matter. It's all going to come down to comps and we still have half a season left, which is very disheartening. Now, that's not to take away from this cast of players who are definitely playing, who are definitely strategizing. Things are changing day to day. You're targeting this person. 
bad mouthing the other, letting all your secrets out. Da, 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 da. So that's all fun. But when the results are kind of locked like this, brutal. Second thing, this season, we've had two people who got unanimously booted who are still in. Last week, we had three of them still big chilling in the house, and they've won majority of the comps, and now they're not going. So even in their, in their universe where they have stuff that's luck-based, look who's benefited from that. The people that literally needed the one little chance to go home, and Jags less so, but Cameron literally had one window, Taryn. They took that window. They booted him. He's still here and he won the HOH this week. Yeah, which is why this twist is particularly egregious because the game they have turned the game into you'd better take out any physical competitor who's winning competitions as soon as possible. Otherwise, you will never be able to beat them. And in this season, they have taken out two of them. And then they brought them both back in. Like... <laughs> What are you supposed? And now they're both aligning together and dominating the competitions down to the like. What are you supposed to do? It's ridiculous. And I'm still seeing people in the chat like, oh, but pressure cooker. Like, did you hear what I said like five minutes ago? Yeah, did you just show up. <laughs> <laughs> there's two pools. It's like there's two plates of food. They can eat one whole plate and then still eat the half of the plate on this side. Like that's really yes. what it is with these comps and. Here's the thing. Can I even blame these boys for gravitating towards each other to play? No, no, it's the it's the right move. Clearly, once you see what what's going on and what the competitions are like, you're like, you know what? If we pull all our resources together, we can win 85 percent of these comps remaining bank on winning the veto on the 15 percent. We don't win and just ride to the end. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, and, and I think the, the, the biggest thing, not the biggest thing, but like another part of this for me is that like, there's this idea that like, well, what are you, Hey, they're good at competitions. What are you supposed to do? They're good at these kinds of competitions. That's the point. It's not, it's not even necessarily about adding more luck or whatever. It's about making ki- the kinds of competitions that are more equitable to everyone involved. When you create competitions that are specifically doable by athletic people, um, you are, and then casting mostly athletic men, uh, you are very much just like, you're basically, uh, it's like, it's like the wall. It's like, the, the height thing on the wall, uh, like you're casting a bunch of people who are the correct uh, thing for the kinds of competitions that you're creating. Survivor does this better. Uh, Survivor has more equitable competitions, despite also being somewhat athletic. I mean, Survivor is a more athletic show in general, um, but Survivor competitions do more to spread out the kind of skill that you need to win them. Balance, uh, dexterity endurance. Um, these are the kinds of things that spread the wins out a bit more on Survivor um, on top of the fact that the competitions don't matter as much on Survivor. So it's doubly better in that way. Um, uh, puzzles that are just you're standing there and doing a puzzle, not running back and forth, carrying pieces uh, kinds of puzzles. Um, it's such a simple fix um, and saying like, oh, these people are just good at competitions. What can you do? is so disingenuous because no, you're creating the competitions. The, the competitions aren't just divined by a, by a deity that can't be changed. You are designing the competitions. You can design competitions so that athletic men can't win any of them. And all of a sudden now they suck at all of them. Like it's all about the kinds of competitions you design for the show. And if you make competitions that anybody can win, you get a much more exciting show because now, all of a sudden, the, the concept of the game where you have to be good with everyone, you have to make sure that you're strategizing properly and socially working your game so that you can be good in a scenario where anybody wins becomes much more important. You can't just bunker down in a group of people and then just comp your way to the end. Yeah, I mean, my biggest thing with, with um, all of this is Big Brother is a game played in a house. And they try and get people from different walks of life, different builds. I'll keep it a stack. If I was to go play Big Brother, I don't think I win a lot of comps out here. I think, like you said, even if I'm good with puzzles, if I got to also keep that cardio up and the back and forth and like keep my mind there and it's all happening real quick, I don't think I'm going to last there. Um, which I think to your point, also with Big Brother, you winning one comp, winning the HOH gives you so much more power than winning an immunity in a survivor season. That's safety for one. Winning HOH means people have to work with you. You have or you get to make big decisions and you have control, which is huge as well. Um, ultimately, I think all we're asking is the, you can keep a puzzle comp, remove the running around for it. Or you can keep the running around, but don't make every every competition have the running around uh, because ultimately it's it's big brother, not the and I'm going to say this is going to sound very extreme, but it's not the Olympics. So like I shouldn't be 
you know, getting a whole pre-workout and like get jacked before I go on the show. Although maybe I should, maybe that's the moving meta and I'm stupid, but I, I say this as somebody who would probably win all these competitions, like not against somebody like Matt, but like I would benefit from the system. I would. like, And I think it's dumb. Yeah, I mean, the, again, my favorite thing is getting someone who I don't expect to win HOHs. Like, I remember the thrill I had um, when I was it Big Brother 20, where there was a different person that won HOH every week. I want that streak back. I don't want the same three, four people winning most of them. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> these three guys are like, hey. You know, uh, we, hopefully it's physical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what really gets me is when they start to complain, like there haven't been enough physical comps for us. Um, they start talking about what to do. Felicia's going on the block. She can't win a veto. They're not concerned about what will happen this week. Um, so uh, Cam, well, they say, well, OK, well, who's who's after Felicia? Cam says, well, I've wanted to talk to you guys about Corey. Um, and Jag says, okay, Corey. Uh, but I, I could also see a case for Mimi being next. Um, and Matt says, eh, I think Corey staying is more dangerous because he's more capable of winning the competitions toward the end. Uh, don't even get me started on the mistake that Corey has continued to make, which is to perpetuate the notion that he can win the comps at the end when he probably can't. Um, at least against people like Matt Jag or or Cam, um, and and they're like, oh, that's true. That is true. Maybe maybe Corey is a, a somebody that we need to take care of sooner. Um, they can all agree, though, they're not worried about Suri. Uh, somebody that Cam is worried about, though, is Blue. He says, I think Blue could take a shot the moment they that she has power. Um, Matt and Jag both agree. Jag says, if we're going to have a fourth, it should be Bowie. And Cam's like, for sure. Wait, like you're serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Bowie Jane. She's our solid fourth. I've been saying this. Uh, Cam is super excited that, that Jag also feels this way about Bowie. Uh, he was not expecting it. Um, Jag says, yeah, Blue, she's, she's a selfish player. Bowie is a team player. Um, and that's why I said to remember the interaction that Blue had with Jag the night before, where Blue continued to push Corey over and over and over after Jag had made it pretty clear that he didn't really really want to go in that direction. He sees Blue as pushing her own agenda. Bowie is much cleaner in the way that she handles these kinds of things. She's very willing to be like, hey, I agree with you, Corey is a problem, but let's talk through what the best move is. Um, and so Jag seemingly is feeling a bit eh, on blue and yeah on Bowie. Um, and so uh, they they all agree. Suri and Bowie are the people they're not going to target. They're they're off the table. Uh, they're the two people they basically would want to bring down to the final five with them. And just like that, you kind of have their map set out. I think that. um. I think one of the big things that worked against Blue is this, first of all, the comparison to Bowie. Yes, Blue will be doing more of her own thing. will be pushing to do maybe a move that she wants more than the agreeable Bowie by the, you know, from the outside looking in. But then also I feel like Blue being closer in the comp kind of might push that a little bit, might help that. 
And with Suri, I mean, she this is the thing with last week. No comps, no noms, nothing. Suri put in work and she's coming out in a place where she's not really going to be looked at. I think also not performing well on the comps does help that quite a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they say, okay, well, after Felicia, we're looking at Corey, America, Blue, Mimi. Um, And Jag brings up another point. He says the problem with taking Corey out is that we don't want America teaming up with Blue. And this point, I think, changes Cam's mind, at least in this moment. He goes, whoa, that's a good point. I've been thinking Corey first because he's the biggest threat. But you're right. We do need to look at who teams up with who if we take people out. And if America, Blue, and Mimi all team up after Corey leaves, that's bad for us. Matt pushes back on this a little bit. Matt seems to be more on the Corey train uh, in terms of targeting him. But Jag is making solid points to Cam. Um, and Jag says, I think it might make sense to keep both Corey and America in so that Blue stays against them. I, that's why I think Mimi going next makes sense. Now, of course, Jag is pushing this because he's worried about Mimi targeting him, which he should be. Um, and uh, and he's trying to get Mimi to be the first one out. And he's making the the a good point in that Blue is always going to be after Corey. Then Corey can be after Blue. Um, and if we keep them all in together, it prevents... If you keep Corey in, it prevents Blue and America from teaming up. Um, so taking Mimi out next makes a lot of sense. Uh, and Cam says, I think that's a great point. I think you're completely right. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, and I'm like, where did this Cam come from? Um, and he says, so maybe it's Mimi first. I think you're onto something. Uh, Matt says, well, oh, hold on, hold on. What if we gave Blue the HOH so that she takes out Corey? Then America will be pissed at her and they won't team up. I'm like, okay, that's true. That, that could work too. Um, so maybe, maybe the, je- the loose list here is Felicia, Mimi, then like Blue, Corey, America, Suri, and Bowie are the last people to go. Maybe. Um, and so that's their general thought process here with the fugitives. The, the main point being that right now the nominations will probably look something like Felicia and Mimi with Felicia as the target. Nobody is going to use the veto on Felicia. Felicia can't win the veto herself. So this week is already done. And they're thinking next week, probably Mimi, unless they can get blue, the HOH, or maybe they'd, they'd consider something else. but. Uh, that's, that's the thought process. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the, the hardest pill to swallow for me is that realistically at this point, my eyes are on the veto results Saturday to see if Felicia pulls it out or not, because if she doesn't, I do think that the noms stay the same and she probably goes, although there were some whispers on maybe not having Felicia leave last night. So this is big brother 25. The house could be doing a lot of talking this week. We'll see. Mm. Um, Blue is going to start her anti-Corey campaign with Bowie uh, for the week she's going to just kind of start doing that Corey and America are going to talk America is is feeling upset what, what is America upset about? oh the competitions right I forgot about that no she's upset about something else uh, she's upset because she feels like she betrayed Blue um, she says Blue is starting to trust me uh, and he's like, what do, what do you mean? It's like, you had to tell me that she was putting me up. He's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. He's like, what do you mean? You really, you really did. Like, 
we're kind of in this together. Like you're not, I don't, you're not playing for the boys. Like that's not what you're doing. Um, and he's like, I, listen, I do want to make a big move. Uh, we'll get there. I just want to make sure we actually get there. Um, I don't really know where this is coming from. Maybe America heard whispers of Blue saying she's not a girl's girl um, and is concerned that her, like, you know, America's a big fan of the show. She's deep in it. Uh, she talked about, like, trying to to buy um, uh, some, Joseph's like, Joseph's uh, comic. Comic, yeah, I think uh, so. Last year. Like, she's deep in the fan base. I think she probably knows, you know, Nicole Franzel and that reputation. And I think she's very conscious about the fact that like, I don't want to be seen as like playing for the guys. And I ratted out a girl uh, to my showman's who's working with these other bros. Like, am I that person? Um, and she's bringing that up to Corey. Who's like, what are you talking about? Of course you need to tell me if she's coming for me. Um, so uh, I don't know that this will be important, but uh, it's it was brought up. She also brings up the idea, as we was just talking about, that hey, if Felicia goes up with Mimi, I think I'd rather keep Felicia, which could be an interesting debate to go on this week. Now, obviously, Cameron really, 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 really wants Felicia out, but we've seen before what Cameron wants doesn't necessarily mean is what Cameron's going to get. And depending on who speaks and how they go about it, this could switch around. Uh, but we'd have to see. We'd have to see where the numbers lie. Yeah, I mean, if if we look at, you know, if, say, Felicia and Mimi are on the block, let's say Jag and Matt don't care enough to betray Cameron's desires right. uh, to vote out Mimi. Um, there's uh, uh, there's seven votes total. You need four to uh, to save Felicia. So if Corey and America both vote to keep Felicia let's say Sari does too they would need one more they don't have Bowie anymore uh, they don't have Blue uh, it, it would be tough it will require work like it yeah. really would require work based on where we're landed right now and also like w is there much of a benefit for all that work like I don't really think so no I don't know I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze at that point unfortunately for uh, mm -hmm. Felicia um, so, uh, Jag talks to Bowie. He brings up the idea of working with Cameron. Uh, Bowie says she thinks Cam sees a future with the four of them. Jag agrees. Uh, she talks more about how she doesn't like how Corey and America are working with everyone very much, uh, still on the same anti Corey and America train. Um, and, uh, and then Matt talks to blue late into the night. Um, and this is where things are a little more interesting, but I think, um, probably not that interesting. Uh, <laughs> Matt talks about losing the HOH to Cam. He's kind of frustrated. He's very competitive. He doesn't like losing. Uh, he doesn't think he needed it, though. Um, and Blue says, you know, Cam is still a big target and a competitor. Uh, and Matt says, if he makes it to the end, he's going to win. He's going to have to go. We don't need him to take shots. We can do it ourselves. Um, and she says, well, after Corey and Felicia are gone, who's next for him? It's probably us. Um, and I'm sure in Matt's mind, he's like, yeah, you. <laughs> um, he says he hopes people will keep him around to beat Cam so as long as Cam's in the game they're going to need Matt in order to beat Cam um, but yeah she says once again Corey and America this was a puzzle they should have been good at this and instead we're the ones doing the work um, 
Blue says, she, you know what? I don't think they're actually that smart, Corey in America. I don't think so. <laughs> Especially America. Why does everyone think she's so smart? She's a receptionist. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The receptionist can't be smart, Blue? Hmm? No. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently yeah. occupation equals IQ. Yeah, what Blue was Blue's occupation? <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh yeah brand strategist yeah where, where, where's the strategy all i've seen is you trying to get brand deals out here in these drs um she says is it a good idea to, to take cam out next week or sorry before that uh he matt mentions he thinks the four should be himself jag blue and Suri. that's what he's pitching to blue now it's worth noting that matt knows how close Blue is to Suri. Um, so when he says this to Blue, there's definitely a, uh, a bit of this that could just be giving her what she, she wants to hear. But we also know that he's talking about bringing Suri deep anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, just something to keep in mind. Then she says, is it a good idea to take Cam out next week? Matt says, well, if he doesn't win veto, we might want to look at the option. But, we still need to be looking at Corey um, and say, and so blue says, well, my list would probably be Felicia this week, cam next week, then Corey in America. And Matt says, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so the main point for me in this conversation is that blue is starting to look at cam before Corey. Um, and Matt is entertaining that conversation and he's definitely concerned about cam making it to the end and beating him. However, Matt, to me, was pushing back against Blue wanting to target Cam before Corey. I think Matt wants Blue to be anti-Corey before she's anti-Cam. And I think he wants Corey out before Cam, probably because he's concerned that Corey will end up beating him in some of these mental comps coming up that aren't actually coming up. Um, And so, uh, so, you know, this is, you know, where things are are moving, right? Uh, Cam winning this when he didn't really probably have to, uh, especially with Matt and Jag right there. Yeah. Uh, definitely not the call. Um, and, uh, and even blue now is kind of coming away from Corey toward camp overall, a pretty good night for Corey. Uh, mostly in the sense that like, he's still completely in the dark about a lot of things and his position is not very good, but like this is a, is, uh, a somewhat positive trajectory for him where he was number two on the hit list for a lot of people. He's starting to move down that list for Jag, for Cam, for even Blue. Um, Cam is moving up the list for Blue and for some other people, um, while Blue is also moving up some lists. So some things are shifting around a little bit. Overall, just yet another good night for Matt and Jag uh, and um, and Suri and Bowie, I guess, is, is the people I would say uh, who are benefiting the most from this HOH right now. Yeah, and also uh, happy birthday to Corey. Who yes, maybe has birthday immunity, Taryn. Who knows? <laughs> I feel like it's the opposite of that. I feel like birthday <laughs> vulnerability is the, is the phrase for Big Brother. It truly is. Yeah. Um. So that's uh that's about what we had. Pui, anything else you want to bring up? No, I just I did have a good chuckle last night. So when the feeds came on, we 
obviously they've been doing this where the feeds don't come until after the West Coast airing, which means we don't land into right after the end of the episode. We land into hours later. They've been doing other stuff. So it was fun both trying to detect him and figure out who the HOH is because no one had the HOH key. And then I saw everybody except for Corey. And I thought, oh, my God, Corey has to be in the DR. He's probably the HOH. Corey was lying down in the bathroom. So it's not Corey. Sari got called to the DR. So like, who is it? Oh, it's Cameron. Oh, 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 it's Cameron. Oh, oh, it's Cameron. Okay, cool. So that was a fun little bit of an exercise last night. Uh, and then after that, my interest started to lower a little bit on waiting for these feeds i'm just bummed they're not giving and, and i know i'm complaining about nothing there's so much content out there but i would rather get like the first two hours of feeds right after the eviction episode and then have feeds be cut off for the rest of the night yeah. than not get them that's the crucial stuff i want to see it's it's such a slap in the face of the live feeders to cut that portion it's it's some of the most interesting stuff yeah it's like immediately post eviction uh, immediately post HOH when you know people are talking about what happened that night and they're talking about the new HOH and um, there's just you know even if nothing actually happens it's just like the vibe is is interesting and it's it really sucks to miss out on it for really no reason at all yeah because they get the by the time the feeds come on they're all spent all where I'm hearing is talks about how Captain Crunch is a really sharp cereal that'll hurt your mouth, which is not incorrect. But but that's really the conversation. They're all just like ready to just have the DRs be done with so they can go to bed. So it's like, yeah, I would I, if I could, if I had to sacrifice a couple hours of feeds, I would for sure sacrifice the feeds we do get and then take the ones we're not getting. Well, on the bright side, I finally got to change the graphic. Uh, so, um, you know, take silver linings. Yeah, we'll take um, it. <laughs> I'll be back, of course, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds, including what happens with these nominations. We are likely looking at Felicia and Mimi, but, uh, you know, who knows? Anything could happen. Um, we will also be talking to Sophie Clark today, uh, about Big Brother, if you want to tune in for that. Uh, legendary, an, another legendary Survivor player, uh, and, and winner. Um, and, uh, very excited for that. Then we're going to be doing the Q and a, uh, which is live for everybody. But if you are a patron, you can either call in question, uh, or watch it after the fact, um, because it will be archived for you. Uh, but only if you're a patron. And then, uh, as I said, tomorrow, uh, update, uh, find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Darren watching these episodes live, uh, and, uh, over on, uh, Instagram for climbing stuff and all of that interesting things to do things oh yeah what do you got going on well people can find me on twitter at puyaism you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash puya i will be live tonight 10 p.m eastern it's our weekly show so come through hang out with us would be fun as far as podcasts go 90 day fiance still going strong two episodes of that ready for y'all this week and then traders canada is coming on monday at 10 p.m i'm gonna be watching it and then at 11 or 11 and change i'll be live right here with brian scally my co-host for traders canada to break down everything that happened on the episode i'm very excited should be a fun time and taryn if people want to see how first of all Amon, you ducked last night you don't have mm. any players left in the draft Amon, you lost everybody who, who was on Amon's team can we, can we okay just, yes he had jared? jared he had luke aka redacted 
And he had Riley. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yes, Amon, uh, who has eaten a chapstick in the past, mm-hmm. uh, is now going to uh, be eating some slop. That's right. So I slop up. It's time. It's your time. We can't relate. Uh, you know how funny it is that I'm getting to talk this my smack when my team has blue and jag on it. <laughs> it's great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, half of your team uh, is an evicted player. <laughs> yeah, half of my team is an evicted player. And that evicted player was like one of the worst players and now might be in one of the best spots as a player. So it's really, really weird. But I will stand on this high horse and I will push him on off of it. So. Yeah, feeling good about that. But if you want to see who Taryn and I drafted on the Survivor side of things, that draft was a lot of fun to do this past week as well, so you can check that out. Yeah, all right. Well, that's what we have for you today. Thank you all so much for joining us, and I will see all of you next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.